Welcome to Cleaning Up, a podcast about all things business, commercial cleaning and franchising. Each episode, we bring new insights on growing and building a janitorial business. We discuss business, franchising and all things cleaning. Here's your host, Damien Boehm. G'day and welcome to this episode of Cleaning Up. I'm Damien Bohm, I'm your host, and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different from our last episodes. In our last episodes, we were talking about how to win commercial cleaning contracts, how to grow your business with strategic alliances, how to keep clients for life, but none of that matters if you are missing one thing. So you can learn how to win contracts, you can learn how to clean, you can learn how to strip and seal. None of that matters if your attitude stinks. So today, I want to be sharing with you what the right attitude is to have in your business. I'll be giving you concrete examples that you can apply directly to running your cleaning business. So don't worry, this is not going to be a wishy-washy episode. Even though we'll be talking about mindset, there'll be a ton of practical ideas that you can apply to improve the results in your business today. And I'm going to share with you one trick that I learned that helped me turn my greatest challenges into a fuel to help me achieve my greatest accomplishments. See, I don't care how little you know today. I don't care what setbacks you've had or what mistakes you've made in the past. We've all made mistakes. If you have a great attitude, you will succeed. It's just a matter of time and you're going to achieve some great things. Bad things happen. They happen to all of us. If there's one thing I'm sure of, things won't go your way all the time. You will have setbacks. It's how we meet those setbacks, how we overcome them. That's what's going to determine our level of success in this business. It's what separates winning from losing. So it's super important that we understand this and we know what the right attitude is for us to have when running our business. Before we get into that attitude and what attitude you need to have, I want to talk about some definitions because these words, success and attitude, they get thrown around a lot and they can almost become meaningless in my in our mind. So I define attitude as the angle you approach business. It's the angle for that matter that you approach life. It's your thinking. It's your beliefs. It's the questions you ask yourself and how you're inclined to act. They're the things that define your attitude. It's, in a sense, your preparation that you do on yourself before you meet life. So it's how you're prepared to meet situations in life and how you go about getting the things that you want. Attitude was a vague term to me until I learned how to fly a plane. Attitude means something very specific when you're flying a plane. Uh, If you put your plane in the wrong attitude and you don't correct that attitude, you're going to stall. Uh, and if you stall, you can lose control of your plane. And if you lose control of your plane, you can die. So attitude is not a wishy-washy concept in aviation. It's a matter of life and death. It's something to be taken very serious. Um, the technical definition of attitude is the your position of your plane in relation to the horizon. So piloting a plane, flying a plane, 
It's just a matter of putting the plane in the correct attitude and applying the right amount of power. So your attitude could be a nose-up attitude. That means that you're pointed up towards the sky or it could be a nose-down attitude. You're pointing towards the ground or you could have a banking attitude, so left or right. One of the surprising things I learned when learning to fly is that when you come in to land, you don't use power to go faster or slower. So you're not using your throttle to make you go uh, faster or slow down. What you're doing is using power only to adjust your height and you use your pitch or your attitude to adjust speed. So if you have a nose-up attitude, you're going to slow down. You're pitching the, the plane upwards and you're going to be flying slower. When you pitch your nose down, you go faster. This is a great analogy for attitude in business and life. So it's how we meet the circumstances of life. So in a plane, it's obviously uh, the air and the wind and where we want to be going. It's no different in life. We've defined attitude. So what's success? What does it mean to succeed? If we look succeed up in the dictionary, we find its meaning is derived from two Latin words, sub catering, to yield under. So succeed is to have something fall under you. Your efforts yield you your goal. You achieve your objective. And this could be a position, a battle, or winning a game. Basically, success means getting what you want. And what this means is that we've got to have a clear goal in our mind. We can't have a nebulous, vague wish or desire, like I want to make money. I mean, that could be, or I want to make more money. That could be one extra dollar. We've got to get specific. How many new cleaning contracts do you want? What revenue do you want to be making? What profit? How much extra time do you want for your family? You've got to have a specific number as a target. I mean, how will you know you've succeeded if you don't even know what success looks like? It seems so straightforward when you say it like that, but it's amazing how many people are wanting success but don't even know what success looks like to them because they've got no clear target that they're aiming for. To succeed, you're going to need a goal and you need to work a plan that has a high degree of success. That's why people invest in a franchise. We've defined attitude, we've defined success. So what's the right attitude to take if we want to achieve a new level of income or customer satisfaction or employee engagement, you name it, in your cleaning business? In Urban Clean, we've got a set of core principles. We call them the rules of the game. And these are the rules of the game that we use to run our business. So we follow them to get the results that we want out of our business. And we've made it really easy to remember them, at least for me anyway, because we've made each of these rules uh, start with the letters of U-R-B-A-N, urban. So U is for unparalleled. We learn and share from each other's mistakes and successes for the benefit of everyone in urban clean. R is for responsibility. We live above the line. B is for team. We get along to get the job done. A is for action. We are action takers. N is for no compromise. We're obsessed about delivering a consistently positive customer experience. Now, all of these rules matter and you need them. They're critical for growing and developing as an organization. But one in particular is essential for individual achievement. And that's R for responsibility. We live above the line. It's an attitude and approach we take to everything we do in business. So what's above the line? If you haven't come across this concept before, 
above and below the line is about two modes or two attitudes towards life. One moves us closer to our goals. The other prevents us from reaching them at all. Above the line is defined by ownership, accountability, and responsibility. Did you notice that those words, ownership, accountability, and responsibility, they all start with the letters O-A-R, or. And this makes it easy to remember because you need an or to get to push a boat, or to push a rowing boat at least. And it's a tool that you use to get you to where you want to go. Below the line attitude is characterized by blame, excuses, and denial. Blame, excuses, and denial, they just start with the letters B-E-D, bed. It's something passive. You lie down. You give up control. You're externalizing your results. Things are happening to you, and you're not in control. There's nothing you can do about them. You think that life would only get better if other people around you got better, or bad things just didn't happen to you. That's the theory of above the line and below the line. So how does this play out when we're running a cleaning business? Let's consider a real life example. You get a difficult customer. They're picky. They complain all the time. Nothing ever seems good enough for them. If we take a below the line attitude, we could just be defensive. We could deny that there's anything wrong here. We think straight away the customer's been unreasonable. Uh, They're just been a pain in the back. You might think that it's okay now to tolerate this in your business. So you're denying that this is even happening in your business or it's a problem. Or you might be making excuses saying, it's not you, it's your staff. All this complaining, all this blaming, all this excuse making and denial does nothing. It doesn't change the situation, doesn't improve your business. All that's going to happen is you're going to get angry, frustrated and upset, and you're probably going to make everybody else around you feel angry, frustrated and upset too. You're waiting around, hoping the situation is going to get better by itself. I've got news for you. It won't. Um, This attitude, it's no better than thinking, I've got to plan for my retirement by buying a lotto ticket. Oh, look, it might happen. It might work, but I wouldn't plan on it. And above the line attitude, it's characterized by being responsible. It's characterized by taking ownership of the situation, a willingness to be held accountable for results and outcomes. You would be asking questions like, how do I address the underlying issue that's getting me all these complaints? Uh, you, You could be thinking, can I create a system or follow a system I already have that I may not be following? You could be asking yourself, how can I work with my customer to agree on a standard? Do I need to change the pricing or the scope of works? Or is this customer just plain nuts and I need to learn how to win more accounts so I can let this customer go? You're now taking a problem-solving attitude. And it's obvious that with this attitude, you're going to work it out. You work out with your customer. You'll fix out, fix any problems that you might have with your service. You might even end up raising your prices or getting new profitable business to replace the account. Good things happen with this attitude. I use the case of a difficult customer, but you could apply it to not reaching your sales targets, dealing with difficult employees, losing an account or even trying to grow your business by a certain amount. Any challenge, any setback that your business, you name it, you can use this attitude. You can take an above-the-line attitude, you take action, you ask questions, you're learning, you're seeking solutions, you're being open, you want to work with others, you're asking yourself, how can you do better? How can you improve the situation? And here's a big one, you're educating yourself. 
You're learning more about cleaning and about operating a business. You're searching things up on Google. You're reading books. You're using resources that are around you. If you're part of a developed franchise, they're going to have manuals and systems. Learn them. Follow them. Read them. I'll tell you a sad truth. I'm a franchisor, and we put years of knowledge and know-how into our manuals, and yet I still have a handful of franchisees who have only looked at them at the start of their training. One indicator that you actually are having an above-the-line attitude is that you're listening to this podcast and improving your knowledge. So kudos to you. When you take a below-the-line attitude, you're going to be waiting for others or pointing the thing finger at other people. You think and say things like, uh, this happened because such and such happened. I can't because X, Y, Z. Uh, if they hadn't done this, I wouldn't have done that. It's easy for them to say, or why does this always happen to me? You ignore and pretend that there's no problem or say that, oh, that's got nothing to do with me. That's not my job. Uh, have you ever caught yourself saying these things? I have. I know I have. And so it's something that we all got to work on. When you have this attitude, you're going to stay stuck in a problem. Nothing good comes from a below-the-line attitude. Having an above-the-line attitude, I believe, is the number one determinant of your success in this industry, and for that matter, anything in life. I promised at the beginning of this podcast, I'll share with you a tip to turn any setback into fuel to fire your success. Over 12 years ago, I hit rock bottom in my real estate development business. A series of setbacks and mistakes led me to selling down all of my real estate holdings. I was wiped out. All we had left was our family home, and that was mortgage to the tilt. I was starting over again. Uh, It it was a dark time. I was demoralized. Uh, I I wasn't in a good place. One day, I, I walked to my mailbox, and I found a letter. It was a letter from a solicitor. It had been sent to me as a claim saying that I owed someone over $100,000. I couldn't believe it. I was upset. I was angry. This was unfair. It was spurious, spaceless, but they were threatening me with legal action. And this was a lot of money to me at the time. I had lost everything at this stage except our family home, and my wife was now pregnant with our second child. If this claim was successful, the prospect of losing our home back then was real. One night I was standing on my balcony, I was staring out in the city like I was staring out into the dark abyss. When it struck me, I had no control over this claim. I could be worried, I could be upset, I could complain about it, but it was something outside of my control. I was worried and upset because $100,000 meant a lot of money to me then. I thought if I was Richard Branson or Bill Gates, would I care about this sum? Of course I wouldn't. Their resources were so much bigger than the problem I had. $100,000 would be a drop in the ocean to them. So I realized at that moment, I couldn't control the problem. I couldn't control the size of the problem. But what I could control was if I allowed that problem to stay big or to become small to me. So I resolved to work to a point where $100,000 was not a huge amount of money to me. So it was my fuel. It was my motivator. Win or lose a legal case, it would not mean I would lose my family home. This is the initial fuel I used to start a commercial cleaning business and grow it into a multi-million dollar enterprise. I learned later Jim Rohn was famous for saying, don't wish life was easier. 
wish that you were better. Problems are always going to exist. The question is, will the problem be bigger, the same size, or smaller than you? I was fortunate the claim was proved to be baseless and went nowhere, but I'm forever grateful for the experience because it taught me to become bigger than my problems. That wraps up another episode of Cleaning Up. We've covered the number one thing you must have to achieve success in commercial cleaning, and that's the right attitude. I've also covered how you can turn any setback into fuel to help you achieve your goals. In the coming weeks, I've got episodes lined up for you that include how to attract and employ a loyal team of cleaners for your business, how to deal with problem clients, how to write proposals that win contracts, and a stack more. If you've got value out of the podcast, please subscribe and review. Hey, if you happen to be looking at getting started in your own commercial cleaning business or want help scaling the one you've got, we can help. Take a look at the show notes. You'll find links there to get more information and reach out to our team. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Cleaning Up Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. This podcast has been brought to you by Urban Clean, a commercial cleaning franchise with opportunities available globally. Check us out at www.urbanclean.com.au. Stay tuned for our next episode.